Hello, welcome to another installment of the Central American Group's podcast, in which experts discuss topics related to doing business in Costa Rica, El Salvador, and the rest of the region. Welcome to an installation of podcasts by the Central American Group. We're very pleased that you could be with us today, and we have a guest that's going to give us some information that hopefully you'll find to be both interesting and useful. Today we have with us Carlos Zacapa, and Carlos is the Executive Director of the Green Park in Costa Rica. How are you doing today, Carlos? Hello, Steve. Uh, Everything well, thank you. How about you? Doing fine, thanks. Basically, we're going to ask you a few questions about the Green Park, and you can tell us about that. But first of all, could you give us some background on the Central American Group? Uh, yeah, thanks, Steve. Uh, well, the Central American Group uh, is a group of companies that uh, have been uh, functioning since about 1950s. Uh, we are in different sectors. Basically, we have a real estate development, a free zone, and industrial park development as well. We do uh, logistics and, and 3PLs and different kind, different parts of Central America. Okay, today what we're going to focus on, however, is uh, your involvement in free zone development in Costa Rica. Uh, can you tell us a little bit about uh, the group's experience in free zone development? Sure. Uh, actually, our group started a industrial park development in 1985 in El Salvador. Uh, basically, we started with which what is now it's Parque Industrial San Marcos. Uh, then we continued to develop the free zone law in El Salvador and started in 1990 with what is now the San Marcos free zone. You know, one thing we don't want to take people's knowledge for granted. Maybe you could tell us a little bit about what a free zone exactly is for those of the viewers and listeners who might not know. Sure. Uh, Basically, a free zone regime in Central America uh, is offering tax-exempt locations for companies who are interested in manufacturing and exporting their goods uh, to other countries. Uh, Our our main Let's say our main client would be uh, in the U.S. the U.S. market. You know, I know that El Salvador and Costa Rica, in terms of economic profiles, are very different. But could you tell us a little bit about what kind of industry is in El Salvador, and also what kind of industry is in Costa Rica? Sure, El Salvador has been uh, characterized basically now for uh, light manufacturing. Let's say textiles. A full package textiles. Now we have a synthetic cluster already established, very very strong. The only one in Central America. Uh, we also have uh, logistics coming in, coming along in El Salvador, as well as distribution centers, regional distribution centers for companies who want to distribute to the whole Central American region from one country. Okay. In Costa Rica, it's a little bit more technological. Basically, it's on advanced manufacturing and medical device manufacturing. And what is the experience that the uh, the Central American Group, uh, in particular, has been? Uh, what is the experience in developing free zones? As I was saying, we started in 1990. We started development uh, the development of San Marcos Free Zone in El Salvador. 
That one is about uh, 600,000 square feet on the roof. Right now, in 1998, we started development, which is the international freezer in El Salvador. That one has about 1.3 million square feet on the roof. Uh, and now uh, we started in 2016, we started developing, uh, which is what is now the Green Park here in Costa Rica. And this one will be about 600,000 square feet uh, on the roof as well. Uh, however, it's just starting. We, we, we're starting operations uh, basically this month. So right now, what we have uh, built is about 20% of the free zone uh, as we speak. Okay. So why did you choose Costa Rica as a place to put the Green Park in as opposed to any other country in Central America? You know, we actually explored uh, two countries uh, because... Uh, let's say Honduras, Nicaragua, Guatemala, and El Salvador do basically the same industries, and we wanted to go a little bit on a different uh, type of industry, uh, a little bit higher in technology. We actually uh, looked at Panama uh, and Costa Rica. At the end of the day, we felt more comfortable uh, with Costa Rica because it's more focused on what is manufacturing, and Panama is more of a service industry. We believe manufacturing uh, industry will be a little bit more stable. That's our experience in El Salvador. And um, that's one of the main reasons why we, we decided to come to Costa Rica. As one, well, uh, yes. One other question I'd like to ask with respect to Costa Rica. We know that countries that are looking to produce uh, offshore, they often choose a place like Mexico, for instance. Mexico is sold to consumers in terms of industry in the U.S. on the basis of uh, an advantageous rate of labor. But Costa Rica has a different selling point. Can you tell us a little bit about that? Yes, definitely. Costa Rica selling point will be much more on the qualified labor force that, 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 that there is here in Costa Rica. You have a very highly educated uh, amount of people. And right now, uh, let's say, if, if, since what, what Intel did uh, with all the electronics in Costa Rica, that helped a lot to build up uh, a labor force more, of a, more technified. From that, it gave, uh, let's say, it jumped to the medical device manufacturing, right? Uh, which has actually started since Baxter in 1985. Now, uh, let's say, Probably 10 of the 20 more uh, important companies in the world are already established here. And they have a very good basis on all their suppliers and everything established in Costa Rica. So basically, their selling point would be that. More of a qualified labor force, political stability and economic stability in Central America. Well, you've explained a little bit about what makes Costa Rica a good place for businesses to set up operations. Can you tell us a little bit about what makes the Green Park Free Zone different from other free zones in the region? Sure. Uh, well, the Green Park is part of the Central American group, which is we are a vertically integrated group. Basically, we do everything. So we can handle all the construction. I mean, from the land, land movement, construction, and everything, we can deliver buildings as a build-to-suit with, with all the confidence and all the experiences we have since 1985 doing this. So that is one of it. Uh, we do, the Green Park is not a huge park, 
Uh, it's a park that will have basically between 15 to 18 tenants, which we believe we can give very, very personalized attention. And that'll be another one. We also uh, build and administrate our parks ourselves. We do not, we do not give to somebody else to, to give to administrate uh, the parks or the free zones. We do everything ourselves. So our, our response time on everything, maintenance, anything a client may need is basically immediately. Well, basically, one of the things that strikes me is just the name of the Green Park. Um, why did you choose that name? Why did we choose the Green Park? Okay. Uh, well, first of all, the Green Park has uh, all this kind of uh, uh, environmental certifications. That is basically our flag. We are already EDGE certified. Uh, we, we are in the process of being LEED certified probably uh, by the end of the year, we should have the LEED certification on, on, on hand. We also are essential Costa Rica certificated, which is the country brand. We already have that. Uh, so the difference is we were basically born green. We're not adapted to be green, right? We are everything, all our, all our, all our buildings are lead designed, which makes them uh, efficient. If a company wants to pursue a lead certification on their operation, they already have a head start on it. We do a sustainable construction. We make sure uh, we separate residues. Everything that is bought for the building, we make sure it's separated and treated in the way and, and disposed in the correct way. And we part of, and in the infrastructure, we have what we call eco or green sidewalks, which are permeable sidewalks. Make sure all the water, the rainwater goes back into the ground. We have zero hydrological impact in the park, we control all rainwater going into what we call retention ponds and make sure we deposit that in the same amount of water to the river, the same amount of water that it received before the development started. Everything is under lead illumination. We have, uh, we are under also starting the process of a neutral carbon certification as well. And we are using some uh, water collection systems in the buildings that can be used. You can collect water, uh, rainwater from the roofs to use into your consumption for your bathrooms, let's say. So what we are aiming at is a lot of sustainability. Well, Costa Rica is known for its uh, attention to environmental issues. So it sounds like you're in line with what's happening in the country. You mentioned that... Uh, the green park is, in addition to being green, human. What, what do you mean by that? Well, uh, our philosophy in the Central American group is that uh, we are not just here to do business, but we believe we have to give back to the community. So what we have done is uh, we have a social responsibility committee. Well, basically a social responsibility program, right? Uh, we help uh, kids in the community which are in endangered areas and when, when, what we mean by endangered areas are uh, not only social risk but also uh, drugs and all these kind of things or, 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 or 
or, or inclusive, uh, let's say, uh, possible, possible situations which they might be endangered. We try and keep these kids away from this type of environments through our program, which is basically through sports. Sports and soccer, basically, it's very, very big in Costa Rica. So we have teamed up with a, with a leader in, 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 in these communities who actually trains them, and we help them out with uh, principles, we, we give them talks, we, we make sure they, they learn for to, how to be a team, how to take care of each other, not only inside the team, but outside in their communities. And um, what, what, what we want to do is help uh, these kids to have a better life in the future. How are we doing this? Uh, we have volunteers, not only from our administration. Our idea is to involve other companies in the free zone to this program. And this, has, this goes two ways, because we believe we have to step out of our, our bubble and, and, and realize what reality is outside. So this is getting our, not only our people, but uh, the people from our clients here more conscious about uh, social responsibility. And this helps us, this helps them. We don't only help the kids, but we help, we help ourselves in this. And I think this is probably a unique focus that, we're, we're, that we are pursuing. Well, basically, it sounds like you've got a good approach there. You've got all the infrastructure as far as the physical needs of companies and you're working to develop, to develop the human infrastructure. If somebody wants to get in touch with you and uh, ask you some more questions, uh, is there an email address that they can send uh, a message to you at? Sure. Uh, it's a C from Carlos, Z from Zoo, A C A P A at the Green Park FC.com. Okay, Carlos, thank you very much for taking time to speak with us this morning. We appreciate that. We wish you good luck in now and in the future. Thank you, Steve. I appreciate it. Take care. Thank you for listening. Bye-bye now. Sign up to receive the Central American Group's quarterly newsletter by visiting www.thecentralamericangroup.com.